0: ally it's not a bigger maybe race just because I'm they don't have my help. it seems it doesn't really matter if the superpower fire to the mouth
1: So yeah, John explained like well, um, because I've been following it too, and it seems isn't that DC fandom thing like was it this weekend or it's coming up, right?
0: It's in a couple weeks um I mean, like, you guys are, like, kind of, like, more on the ball of, like, that DC fan thing than I am. Uh, But, yeah, I think it's on the 22nd. Um, Like, some of the big big news we have heard is, like, uh, Rocksteady is finally going to announce their long... Suicide Squad
1: game. I'm excited if... Oh, sorry.
0: I just remember, like, years ago when it was rumored to be, like, a Superman Superman. game. (laughs) Superman.
1: And now it's both. And then, <laughs> and then a Denny O'Neill, like,
0: Batman-style game, and then it was supposed to be a Justice League game, and now it's a, and then it was a, rumored to be a Suicide Squad game, so... Um, well, what's because like,
1: there's it, that it, whole post credit scene in Arkham Origins.
0: Well, it, like, also, like, when did Arkham Origins come... Or not or- Arkham Origins, Arkham Knight come out. Like, that game has been...
1: Five like, years they, ago? No, Arkham, more than that.
0: It's, yeah, been, it's even, almost
1: It's got to be like seven this- years ago, right?
0: It's almost ten years old at this point. Uh, I don't think it's that old, but it's, it's old enough to where most studios would have probably released a new game at this point. So, like, I think the rumors of, like, the Superman, the Batman, the Justice League game have all been, like, reworked titles at certain points, and then they just kind of nailed down the Suicide Squad game. Like, because, I mean, like, this day and age, unless you're rock steady, you don't take that long to make a game.
1: Um, yeah, it came out June, 2015. I feel like it was older than that.
0: That's that's still fairly old enough to where, like, I feel yeah. like just would have put out a new game. Um, but uh, I mean, that was like not even this console generation. Like, Arkham Knight wasn't even a PlayStation Four, Xbox One game, right?
1: Yes, it was. It was.
0: Uh, like, okay, so it must have been like super early then.
1: Yeah, they came out with a PS Four Arkham Knight system.
0: I had that system. It was pretty. Uh, um, Uh But so it's supposed to be like this big DC thing where, like, yeah, like they're going to announce these games. There's rumors of Injustice 3 is going to be announced also with Watchmen characters. Like, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how happy most people are going to be about that, but whatever. Um, There's probably going to be like a lot of gaming news or uh, movie news. But um, the big kind of thing that's happening as of today is. Uh, there's a a giant HB like Warner Brothers restructuring that's been going on, um,
1: which also co- coincides with them talking about selling Warner Brothers games and then pulling back on that in the last two days.
0: Yeah, man, who who kind of like knows at this moment? Because like, yeah, basically, uh, there's massive layout layoffs at Warner Media right now. Uh, this is supposed to be like I guess a way to like streamline. HBO, like their and their and their subsidiaries, and you know, kind of just trim the fat in like a you know in a coronavirus world, which totally sucks, but you know, corporations only care about money, I guess, you know. <laughs> but um so uh because of it, uh some news has been coming out today of basically like a quote unquote uh what like that is like the war that's being used at DC right now. Um, the early rumors are that right now that, uh, executive editor of Black Label, Mark Doyle is gone. Uh, DC editor Andy Kahori, who was an editor on a bunch of really cool books.
1: Yeah. Um, And Black Label has been like doing very well for them too.
0: Yeah. And Mark Doyle is like a real, like a, if you look at all the stuff that Mark Doyle's like worked on, it's all like just really rad stuff. Um. And it's like if if you know, it's like if I was like running a company and, and trying to trim like fat, like I don't know if I would trim Mark Doyle. Um Bob Harris is out as editor in chief of DC, which is um he's been at editor in chief of DC for I, I wanna say like a pretty long time. Um I I think this is probably like a move that's probably good because like He's, like, the kind of guy that kept, you know, a guy like Eddie Brez- Brezenga, uh, in, in his position for longer than he probably
1: needed to be. Same with Scott Lobdell. Yeah, and, um, what do you call it, uh, Dio, too, right?
0: Oh, well, Dandy Dio is long gone at this point. Yes, uh,
1: but, like, he only went, at this point, but that was only, like, about a year seven ago. months. Yeah, not, yeah, about a year ago. But hey, he was in charge, and it took, like... Seems like pressure from like Snyder and some of the other big writers to push him out.
0: Yeah, like July felt like two days went by. Like the like 2020 time has no meaning. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the rumor is also that Jim Lee will um, be transitioning out of his role as COO and publisher, um, and that Michael Wells, who's currently the Executive editor of DC's children young adult line, um, and Mary Javins will be kind of promoted into his role. Um, but then there's also just like a lot of just, just like yeah. slight restructuring. But like this is you know,
1: Lee's second promotion in like a year or two.
0: I'm, I mean, like here's the thing: like uh, there's like there are like things that are happening behind the scenes that that you know we'll never know. But on the face value, this at least the comics brand has kind of just been rudderless for like a while. Like they, they have like a really cool lines and really cool books. Like I love young animal and, 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 uh, and I really like the teen line, but it's like, they never promote them. They never kind of like really try and do anything big with them. They're just kind of like left off to their own devices. And the main like DC, it's like you got Scott Snyder kind of just doing whatever he wants.
1: Yeah, which they even said, like, he's going to be leaving the mainline DC to play in his own continuity, which is kind of what they've been doing with a bunch of people, because you have his own continuity, the Sean Murphy, like, White Knight universe they're supposed to be building. Um, what's his name who wrote Injustice and is now writing Deceased has his own continuity now, basically, like which that I zombie. Think,
0: <laughs> yeah, which I think is, like, kind of the problem. It's like, there's, like, Young animals its own thing um and and the uh young justice books are kind of its own thing and then you have the young reader books are its own thing you have black label which is completely separate you have like all these people like have their own like pocket universes that they're kind of playing with but i'm like okay but like what is dc comics right now what is like what am i like what is the main driving point of like this company like what is superman doing what's the justice League doing what's happening in Batman, and, look like, the well, Batman yeah. book, and the Batman books seem to have, like, kind of a plan, you know, it's, like, it, it seems... Well, because
1: they had a guy, and he's been, Snyder's been also running Justice League for a bit, too? Well,
0: I, I meant just the main Batman book, like, you know, it's, like, they had Tom King, who then they, like, kicked out of the book, and then they were, like, well, we're gonna get someone new for issue 100, so James is gonna, like, kind of, like, come in on that, but like he, I guess he's been doing so well that they were just like, oh, you know, what, just promote him to the main Batman book. Like now he's the Batman writer now. But you know, like there was supposed to be this 5G thing that happened. There were supposed to be some ramifications after Doomsday Clock.
1: And yeah, just, well, that's like, a, a lot of that stuff was the Daddio factor that got kind of killed. That, and I'm gonna keep saying Snyder. It seems like that he was the spearhead to like get rid of that. Although they keep saying 5G is still happening, that nobody's interested in, fan-wise, it seems.
0: I, I mean, like, I'd be interested in kind of, like, anything right now. Like, I was kind of really ex- excited for, like, the Far Sector stuff, but, like...
1: Oh, I love that but, book, too.
0: But it's, like, what's... like what's It's, like, Wally West is, like, hanging out in, in the Mobius chair as Dr. Manhattan. And, like, and I understand the coronavirus had, like, a lot to kind of do with, like, books being pushed back two months... And then, like, things being restructured and trying to kind of like figure it out. But there's just like no leadership at DC. And I I don't know if it's just because, like, you have, like, a lot of people who are just, like, unsure of, like, what's happening, or being kind of put on hold, or, like, this Warner merger, or, like, uh, you know, cuts have been happening, so, like, you don't want to push anything forward too soon, or the failure of, like, DC Universe as a brand as a whole, and them trying to, like, ship it into HBO Go, and then them not really sure, like, it's, like, there's, like, so many hands in the pie right now that it's just, like, there needs to be, like, like, my big hope is that, like, th- at this DC Summit thing or fan thing, they have, like, a big, huge comics thing where they're just, like, okay, this is, like, the next, like, five months of comics. Like, th- or, like, you know, this is our next big thing we're planning. And, like, you know, it's neat that they have, like, these little pocket universes, but I I, f- I feel like at the end of the day, they still need, like, some main driving force to, like, you know, read a Wonder Woman book or read a Superman book or, you know, you know, read some of these other characters.
1: Yeah, it's, like, in this weird spot where there's, in comics right now, you kind of have a lot of really great creative writers and continuity, especially in the DC side, like, is non-existent for the most part. It's, like, all over the place. Um, And,
0: and like, I don't know, man. Like, it seems, it's, like, to me, it just kind of seems like, you know, Jonathan Hickman is, like, you know, like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of creator and creative guy. But it's, like, he comes in and he pitches Hox Pox, and like this big huge plan for X Men and it's and it like is it sells super well and like it has a plan and there's stuff going forward and everything feels like pretty cohesive and it's like and it's still part of the Marvel U like it's it's a part of like Marvel's big dumb event that's going on right now.
1: Yeah. I would say it's like the thing is and to compare like he's in the beginning like he's still in like year one of that and Snyder was kind of that. Five years ago, and now he's five years in and is not wanting to continue. Like, he's he did Batman for like three or four years, he's done Justice League for like two years. I can see why he doesn't want to keep, like, kind of being like an editor in chief of like this main story without, but
0: but like, also before this, like, he he you know, it's like he was doing like two different Avengers books that all like led up to this big. Huge like Secret Wars story that like kind of have this big combination. It's like, um, it's just like there just needs to be like someone at DC that's needs to be the creative spearhead for like the main comics. That's like not Jeff Johns. <laughs> like, I like I can't like stress that enough because it's like that guy, like, you can't build a brand around a guy who can't. Like, get books out on time. Like, to this day, I still just don't understand, like, why they gave him... Like, why he gave himself that Shazam book when you have a movie to promote and the book barely comes out on time.
1: Well, it doesn't come out. Like, none of his books came out on time.
0: Yeah, it's like Doomsday Clock was supposed to be, like, this big, huge, like, set piece to the DCU... And it took so long that like other, it kind of just dragged down other books. And then like you know, it's like we got Heroes of Crisis that didn't make sense and Doomsday Clock <laughs> in the end, and in the end, Doomsday Clock like, doesn't kind of really matter because nothing, of, nothing that no, it, happened
1: it, in Doomsday Clock it, has
0: actually affected any of the other no,
1: books. Well, because it, it took so long to come out that they kind of had to ignore it continuity-wise. Like It was supposed to be this like build-up. There was supposed to be a build-up in the DC Universe that was like, oh, Doomsday Clocks two years in the future, and then we're supposed to like see how we get there, kind of like Fifty Two was back in the day. Yeah, but and it like, took so long to come out that like DC constantly caught up to the book. Also,
0: like in the span, it took like Jeff Johns to do that two year long Doomsday Clock story that no one liked, like or like you know p- people kind of liked, you know. But it had, came out that had no kind of like real ramifications within the co- the comic book line that they were doing and kind of ended on this giant wet fart. At the same time, HBO is making this groundbreaking, revolutionary take on Watchmen that gets like so many like nominations. That's like, don't they feel like a couple of dum dums? That's like, this is like kind of more in the spirit of Watchmen than the Watchmen that they tried replicating in their comics
1: yeah it's like yeah I don't know it's so confusing like what's happening with them Um, I don't know like it's so goofy like I guess we'll have to see what shakes up like seeing what happened with the games division and then what didn't happen and seeing all this stuff going on with the comic side it's just like what is this company doing like it seems like Warner Brothers itself doesn't know what's going on so yeah, if they don't not, know what's going on, then how the hell can DC Comics, who they pretty much seem to not really give a shit about, because they're like unless the movies are making a shit tons of money, like Marvel, which they haven't been, um, they just don't care about them at all. Like they don't care about the comics division or like much of IP at this point. I mean, it, well, I guarantee
0: you they care about IP because like that's the only thing that's worth
1: like a. That's well, is- the only thing that's worth of yes. But I'm saying like the IP. Because of decisions they've made over the years, um, they've kind of hurt it a ton. So, is, and it, is the rumor of the games division going off the market? Like, is that a new thing? That happened like yesterday or today? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's the newest thing I've heard. Do you honestly think that when the preview for that Suicide Squad game came out, and like everyone came out being like really excited for it, like Warner Brothers was like? Oh, like, people seem to be actually, like, really yeah. excited for our game think
1: like, Yeah, I think it's that, plus the hate that, e- that it was possibly going to be sold to EA, and everyone freaked the fuck out on that. And I wonder how much HBO Max plays into this, because I wonder if they were worried that it wasn't going to do well. Because it's been, what, a month since it came out? hmm And that's a lot of money to invest, and I wonder if they thought that it was not going to be worth it. And selling the games division, even though it's profitable, would be a way to kind of balance the books if Max tanked. Uh, I mean, it's just like so They, already, they like, already like shit like already flushed down a shit ton of money with DC Universe because they're basically at this point it's a dead service. Like if you go on HBO Max, it says Doom Patrol and Harley Quinn are HBO Max originals. They already yeah. said that they're gonna bring Star Girl to CW. <laughs> So it like it's just the comic thing, which is still awesome, but it's like they built this entire thing, and then they're like, "Oh wait, we're going to build another thing, and we kind of need all this content." So yoink. Well, I mean,
0: to be honest, at the at the very beginning, like the DC stuff should have been part of HBO Max. Like,
1: oh yeah, like, they should have like, never made the DC app.
0: Like this is. This just feels like kind of like you know a lot of like with Sony, where Sony has like basic like other divisions within its company that like kind of don't speak to each other and like don't like interact with like you know with one hand doing another thing, like, and it just feels like you have Warner Media, and you have like people who who are like working in all these different divisions and they're not talking to one another, and so instead of like spending a bunch of money on like all these proprietary apps it's like why not just make an app that's a that basically is a hub for all the things that you have within your company and it's just like they should, which they still the
1: and not everything is up and they're going to be rotating movies which i don't get at all and then they sign deals with other companies to have their stuff like crunchyroll is part of it studio ghibli um do they own adult swim uh... I thought that was like Adult, Universal. Nope.
0: Adult Swim is part of Cartoon Network, which is Turner Broadcasting, which <coughs> is
1: AT and T. Okay. So like, yeah. So they at least made a deal with Crunchyroll, unless they bought them.
0: Uh, no, I believe Sony has like kind of some stake within Crunchyroll. But, yeah.
1: Like,
0: but like, you know, it's like that's that's the reason why like you know there's certain Disney things that are not on Disney Plus that are on
1: Netflix. Oh. Yeah, because but that's because deals were pretty signed pretty. way, like, way ago. But there's stuff that's on DC Universe that's not on HBO Max.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> like, especially, like, DC, uh, DC Universe has everything that was ever animated. DC-wise is on there. HBO Max has a couple of things. Also, I know it's, like, probably gets into weird right stuff, but, like, HBO Max has batwoman and none of the other cw stuff and all the other cw stuff is on netflix or on the cw app but not batwoman so if you want to say watch the late like the crisis you have to watch three of them on one service and one on the other
0: that's so dumb <laughs> um yeah the, the one last thing i just wanted to say about the games division is like them i never got like why they would try to tell him because it's like i feel like every warner game is just like every game they release is like always within like the top selling games of the year. Like Injustice 2 was, well, was like, that's not
1: them. They, well, they bought, what do you call it, right? Um,
0: well, Netherrealm?
1: Nether they well, own Netherrealm,
0: they own Netherrealm, yeah. So it's like, so like the sale of Warner Brothers, they would be selling Netherrealm and they'd mm-hmm. be selling, like, like, and what I just don't understand is like, like, Injustice 2. Was like the one of the top like like fighting eight,
1: games ever?
0: I, I think it was like number ninth best selling game the year it came out. And I'm like looking at the numbers for Mortal Kombat 11. Like last year, it was the fifth best selling game of the year, and the fourth best selling game on the PlayStation 4. And that's like not counting like all the re-releases, all the DLC, mm-hmm. all the microtransactions they get. Like you know they they skim off the top of that game, and you know having like Injustice 3 come out, that's gonna be like, you know, a multi million seller, like a Suicide Squad game will probably definitely by Rocksteady like from a studio that people haven't seen in so long. Like they'd be like definitely like kind of star for that content. Yeah. And like you would have to bet that that's like gonna be like one of the top ten selling games of the year. It just yeah, seems like I, Yeah so I'm looking at their weird. other
1: games you have all that stuff. You have the Hitman, I guess they own Hitman because all that stuff is under DC games. And then do they own
0: Hitman is by Idos?
1: Okay, cuz it's under Warner Brothers Games like website.
0: Am I I thought I thought Hitman was like Idos all this time.
1: Is it not? Uh
0: yeah, developers IO Interactive, um Square Enix. Yeah. Um
1: so yeah, they own avalanche monolith nether realm rocksteady tt games uh
0: okay um I, I would have to like look into this further but yeah it's it, it looks just like io interactive is its like own thing now like okay so there was like a buyout uh square enix announced that they withdraw funding from io uh in april 2018 io interactive partnered with warner brothers to distribute definitive editions of hitman on, but then in June twenty twenty, IO Interactive announced Hitman three in conclusion to their trilogy. Uh, the game will be published by IO Interactive themselves. So Warner Brothers helped them basically distribute the definitive edition in between them doing a buyout. Oh, okay.
1: Um they also have, TT Games is based is the company that I think does all those like games.
0: Uh, Traveler's sale? yeah,
1: yeah. So basically every Lego game they make some change off of which is big money on its own
0: Yeah man it's like it's super weird like I I don't get it like like I I get like if you're a company that wants to like you know cut corners to like make like a a fiscal report seem good and you and you see like this this games division which uh you know like mortal Kombat was like you know could have been like it was probably like the biggest game that they had last year but like i don't know too many other warner brother games that came out last year like that would have been under their umbrella and they could have probably been like oh like you know it's like yeah we made money on Mortal Kombat, but like why you know it's like what like what else were you gonna do like this other studio's been working on this game for like five years they have turned to nothing and now it's like, you know, everything's coming home, everything's starting to come out, and now it's like, oh, hey, like, we actually could make a, a couple, you know, million dollars off of mm-hmm. all this.
1: It looks like the other kind of more recent games, like Lego Movie 2 and Shadow of War, the the sequel to the Lord of the Rings game.
0: Oh, yeah, the one that, like, put a bunch of microtransactions?
1: Well, yeah, well, that's gaming in the modern era. Yeah. But I'm very glad, at least, if they're not selling to EA, we don't get, like, Riddler loot boxes for our next games.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I think, that, like, I think of all the rumored people that they were, like, looking to partner up with, like, like Activision or EA, I think they were all bad.
1: Yeah, well, Activision is basically getting roasted every couple of days, for, or Blizzard, I should say, but Activision is part of them, so... Well,
0: I mean they're not getting as roasted as badly as uh Ubisoft recently, but yeah. they, they all get roasted. It's like a it's basically like a lazy season of like whose turn is it to get roasted yep. this week.
1: Alright, so I we I definitely think we, we should have covered all this so but we are actually here to watch the amazing film that is the Green Hornet. Um so I see Connor has joined the my link thing if you guys uh, Ryan and John want to join it and yeah.
0: we, so this is the um, official Paul,
1: Netflix party
0: <laughs> yeah this is the Paul Rudd uh, superhero film uh, where he's a bug themed hero who teams up uh, with uh, another hero and they go in the minority.
1: <laughs> A more like, a more interesting minority character in the movie
0: I, no, I was like, I, I was like actually trying to like think of a way to like.
1: Oh well, like, uh, what's his Corn- name?
0: Hornet <laughs> Wasp. I was like, it's like it's like Ant Man the Wasp,
1: but it you know. It oh, did- see, I was going to like the first Ant Man where it's him and, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting the guy who plays his name that's like that steals the movie the first one.
0: Uh, Yellow Jacket.
1: No, no, no the the actor that plays his friend, the Spanish guy. The Spanish
0: dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pena?
1: Yeah, Michael Pena. Oh, he, I should have guessed his name, because it's my name. His name's Luis. Oh, uh, speaking
0: of, uh, Luis, uh, on Hulu, they added that door the Explorer live-action movie, and I'm I'm not ashamed to say that I actually enjoyed it.
1: I feel like it just, like, came out and nobody knew about it, like, coming out. Like, it, I feel like it just, like, died in the theaters. It
0: uh, was surprisingly, like, well done. I, I was, like, skeptical, because... It's door the Explorer, but it it translated pretty well. So I guess I'll join the great lakes of adventures I'll be a member so I didn't send no fair walk into disaster. I finally got to go to something that cannot be sold as never wet shoes at all time. It's remarkable crying. Sitting full time a free beer revive, so I guess I'll stick around. So I guess I'll
1: stick around.